Hello, friends. Welcome to 90 Day Three Way. We are back for another exciting discussion about the gift that keeps on giving, really. I mean, happily ever after is 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 awful, but it's great. All wrapped up into one little package for everybody. Before we get into it, I want to remind you guys, you can find us on the social medias if you haven't already. If you have, yay. If you haven't, we are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at 90 Day 3-Way. Super easy, super fun. Thanks for playing with us. Um, I just want to throw out there that I noticed a theme in this week's episode. I don't know if anybody else did or if anybody caught on, but I seemed to notice that every time someone had some big news they had to drop, they did it in a very public place, and it was a very uncomfortable situation. And it was everybody. It was every couple. It was Asuelo and Kalani, Jovi and Yara, uh, Ronald and Tiffany, and who's the other one that I can't think of? Oh, yeah, Libby and Andre. Mm-hmm. So that was the theme that I noticed. I don't know if you guys picked up on anything. And also, yeah. if anybody ever had any doubts that any of this stuff is ever staged, this week's episode should lay all those doubts to rest. Tamara, <laughs> how are you? I'm good. I'm thinking about all the bitches that didn't get close to me because they didn't want me to lay hands on them. You know, when people are at hands distance, they don't get in your face. (laughs) So I think Lo like definitely spoke to my heart when he said that because it's easy to talk shit from behind the computer screens. All I'm saying, Mm -hmm. Um, Kelly, who's talking shit about you, girl? Oh, everybody. (laughs) No, I (laughs) think. Um. I think that, I mean, look, guys, I turned a corner with this show. I'm like, really? I'm into it again. Oh. I know. And I know I said it last week. I'm saying it again this week. I'm into it. Okay. I'm okay. into it that you're into it. So, okay. Yeah. Like, look, <laughs> I know it's, I know it's staged. I know it's ridiculous. I mean, you know. Natalie flipping that stupid freaking tiny tire. I mean, there's so much to talk about, but I'm like, but I'm into it. At the same time, I'm like, okay, I think having that little break was good. It was good for me because I'm I'm looking at the show with fresh eyes. I so. like your energy, Kelly. I like this yeah, energy. I'm, try- I'm mm-hmm. trying like to it. I'm trying to keep it trying to keep it positive. Okay, you know. Right. Um, okay, so I think we should just hop right in here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see which couple do I want to start with tonight okay I'm gonna start I'm actually gonna start with Natalie and Mike since I brought up the tiny tire and they were only in it they weren't in it very much so um, Mike is in his full-on Olivia Newton-John physical look he's got the oh headband wrapped around right he's got the you know and he's outside and he's working out and he's flipping tires like it kind of felt like an 80s movie a little bit too. I wanted like, the it did, it theme music to be playing in the background too like, yeah you know, like him doing tiger. that like that kind of workout yeah like it to- that is kind of like what he did like when he went to fight the Russian yeah. like that was the shit he was doing like flipping tires yeah. and picking people up in like horse buggies and shit like that and like running over mountains anyway um so yeah so Mike is out there having his rocky moment right and then Natalie comes out and has like a super awkward she she's just so awkward. She comes out, she's super awkward, she's, you know, whatever, all smiles, trying to figure out what Mike is doing. And <clears throat> you know, he's pissed. Still. Oh my god. I said she came she popped out the house like she was about to sing a show tune. Yes. Like, <laughs> like she was totally, Belle from like, Beauty yes, and the Beast. Yes. <laughs> totally like she was gonna come be like i have a new nose and like sing a song like and squim yes Yes. side note have you guys watched schmigadoon at all yet no but i just read about it and i know i need to watch it is it good amazing you have to watch it and this whole discussion about natalie popping out like she's in a musical totally reminded me of it because that's exactly what they do on schmigadoon anyway okay and that's on that's on apple right yeah yeah okay okay carry on sorry yes <laughs> yeah so she popped out and then you know she kind of went over to him and he's I mean he's pissed still 
Yeah, I mean, and his working out, I mean, he's lifting big tires, but it's doing nothing for his body. Like, it's just no. like, I'm like, ooh, like, please, who who put this outfit on you? Who told you this looked good? And like, you know, you would have been better off in sweats and a t-shirt. The headband, you're right. The whole look was just not what I was here for. And like, he's still pissed with her being passive aggressive as usual. And I was glad that their um, snippet was only like 10 minutes long. Yeah. Why did they wait a week to have this conversation, though? I mean, did she really need that long to recover to like fully have this? This is why I left you and ghosted you before I had my nose operated on. Like, did I don't it know. He said he was. He said he was waiting to let her recover. All right. Well, that's nice of you, Mike. So go bounce on a tire somewhere. <laughs> but then it was also weird because he's like, "I have a tiny tire for you." And also, first of all, it was like the smallest tire I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, I don't know what kind of workout this is giving her. And then when she was doing those really weird stretches when they were talking, and she was like, "I'm trying to stretch," and I was like, "What is she, what doing? Is she doing?" Oh my god! Yeah. What did I say to the dame when she was doing that? I was like, "She looked like a like a weird bird. Like I don't know what she was trying to do." Like, yes, just- and I'm like, also, you're not even getting a stretch because you're just like like she was just like flailing and like (laughs) flicking her legs back and forth and then you know what I mean she wasn't like actually holding a stretch but she was doing what she saw on tv and doing it badly yes you know Mm -hmm. exactly she she clearly has never been she's like talks all this smack about like being healthy and being like you know this whole person that does the right thing for her body but clearly the girl's never even taken one class or you know even a youtube tutorial would have done would have taught her how to do this better (laughs) exactly so that was pretty much their snippet right he just kind of said he was mad she sort of had a really weird explanation about the whole thing and then that was it yeah like Mm -hmm. i guess like his big thing was why didn't she just call him that morning and her whole explanation was so weird she's like they told me just to focus on nothing and to clear my mind and to only focus on (laughs) surgery i'm like listen we've at some point some you know most of us have had like an outpatient procedure like i've never been told by the doctor when you're coming here don't think about anything don't worry don't don't think just come yeah like uh, okay like what like i don't know what the hell she was talking about like she could have called him she could have texted him hey i'm at the hospital that's right um yeah but they're just messed up the two of them anyway so what did we expect did we expect that they would be doing the right thing absolutely not Exactly. So, but next week's looks good. Like it looks like. Oh, yeah. It looks juicy. Yeah. Like he like storms out and whatever. I don't know. So we'll see hmm. what happens. I'll keep um, my expectation low on that. One. I was going to say, you do not, <laughs> not seem impressed by that, Lynn. So, um, <laughs> well, you know, they edit you. these things really well. <laughs> it's true. It, that's very, very true. Um, OK, so that's it for them. OK, moving on to Tiffany and Ronald. Okay, so now they had their terrible date, right? He laughed, blah, blah, blah. She had an Aperol spritz that wasn't an Aperol spritz. So now (laughs) we see the next day that they have slept. They have not slept in the same room. He has slept. He's he's brought the air mattress out of that beautiful room that he built for Daniel that still has the stuff all over the floor. And, you know, anyway, um, the windowless blue room. And he had (laughs) grabbed the air mattress. So now he's or whatever. So now he puts that back in. And there they have a chat. Did Tiffany wake up like that? Fully made up? Because if so, I'm jealous. Thing. I am jealous. I thought the same thing. And it I wasn't thought... just like, it was like a very distinct pink. Pink. Yes. Like it's, eyeshadow. Yes. Yeah. I loved her makeup. I was oh, like, it looked amazing. I, I, was, I didn't realize that they had just woken up. So I fast forwarded and then that's where it landed. And I was like, oh. Oh. I thought they were like, you know already out for the day or whatever no 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 okay no no yeah it just woke up so yeah well you know like you said is it edited we don't know yeah it was (laughs) that the fourth time they filmed that scene yeah we don't know it was actually two in the afternoon by the time they did that (laughs) exactly exactly yeah so they kind of just have a conversation right around what's been going on yeah i guess she keeps hoping that he's just gonna pick up on what she wants Right. Mm-hmm. Without her saying what he what she wants him to do. And I hate to break it to you, Tiffany. That's not how guys work. That's a hard lesson I've learned over the last 12 years of being in a relationship. They can't read your mind. Mm-hmm. You got to tell them. 
You got well, nobody can read your mind. You know, like no. I mean, men or women. Like right. even if you were in a relation, like you know what I mean. Like I think that it's like it comes down to communication. But they were also talking about the power differential in their relationship, right? Oh yeah, that was fun. like you know, Ronald has a machismo kind of attitude about mm-hmm. men and women, and you know, she's like like she's got a brain. She's not like like I am fully like her in many ways where it's like I'm sorry you're not going to tell me what to do you're not going to tell me that um, I'm trying to emasculate you when you're just well I'm just trying to ask you to do something now can her approach be different absolutely absolutely her approach could be different but I think she's so used to him not doing the right thing that it's just kind of like um excuse me like you know what I mean and then when he he said she's not willing to let him she's not willing to let him dominate her I was like good that's not that's not like how it works but he's used to how it works in South Africa it's almost like Michael right Mm -hmm. he's used Mm -hmm. to how it works there and then when he said this and I quote the woman was made out of the rib of a yeah. man, not out of the bone of his skeleton, so she can stand next to him and not above him. Mm-hmm. I was oh, the burning bone of his with rage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't yeah. burning like they burned in Bridgerton. I was burning <laughs> with rage. Like, <laughs> so much anger. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, so when she was sliding that credit card to pay for all your shit, it was you were the man then you were the man then when you were letting her pay for your shit i'm just asking i'm just asking this is how you prove your manhood well exactly and she brought up the same things we were saying last week like they went to the grocery store and it's like i'm gonna get all the we're gonna i'm gonna have all the groceries for everything and then when they went to the when the the christmas shop it was like we're gonna get the tallest tree you know like she was just like you don't even know like she was just trying to explain to him, like, this is how you can be a good father and like a good man for right. us. You know, right. like, we don't need you to be going to these extremes of like, go overspend at the grocery store, or go buy the tallest tree or or do these things that are just not necessary. Just right. kind of be just like, be helpful. Exactly. Be, be, be helpful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be my partner. But yeah, same thing. I felt the same way when he said that, that the woman was made of Adam's rib or whatever the right, hell he said. Right. And Tiff, the look on Tiffany's face, I mean, she is just like, are you done? Like, right. she's just like, right. really? Yeah. Right. And it's called, like you said, being a partner, right? Equal <clears throat> roles. We don't like live in the ice ages, you know? I mean, he's also not a good provider and he's also like an addict like we talked about last week like so it's just all of these things i think she doesn't have the patience she expected him to be a certain way and because he's not that's also her expectation that she's putting on him it's a whole mess it's all fucking mess like we could talk days about like everything they do that is just not okay but i mean i think you know She's just, and now they're getting into this, like going to buy a car for his business. Oh my God. Like, and what is it the car going to cost? 40,000. Is that what he said? It was like 2000 a month, but that's 2000, like South, whatever the currency is in South Africa. I can't remember what it is. It's Um, not Lira. What is it there? I can't remember. I can't remember, but it was 2000 a month. And she's just like, why? Like, why are you spending that? On the smallest truck on the lot. Yes. It doesn't even make sense. No. Especially since, you know, his visa might be approved. Like, he wants to start a business, and then she was like, well, maybe, you know, your visa is going to be approved in three months, and you're going to come to the United States. So, like, what's Well, the, the problem point? with these two, and, you know, with all of these couples, really, right, is communication. I oh, mean, yeah, Tiffany, yeah. Tiffany does try to communicate with him, but she even said last week, like, there's no... I can't communicate with him. But I also think (laughs) what you said, the expectations, she also, she wants to communicate with him, but she has an expectation of what she wants him to say. Yes. And obviously you can't, you know, Ronald, like everyone's, both people just bring themselves to the table, right? And then you kind of have to just let that unfold. So, Mm -hmm. but I think that, you know, she was saying um, about, Oh my god! I totally just lost my train of thought. So, so I totally just went right out of it's my head. It's that juice cleanse. It's fucking with your brain. It's your, it's your no. It's the juice cleanse. It's fucking with her brain. Oh my god! That's how amazing what I was going to say was. I completely forgot what I was going to say. So, go ahead. 
<laughs> I think we could just wrap it up and say that they need to be better communicators and not have expectations about what the other person's role in the relationship should be. And she yes. also told him that she went to go see a divorce lawyer. So that was a good place for that. Yes, because it was also another car lot where yep. they tried to have a conversation in front of the man. Yep. And he, like, just like Oswello and Kalani. And he was just kind of like, excuse me? Like, I'm just going <laughs> to slowly back away? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, this is what I was going to say. Is that... They, okay, so they're not communicating, right? Because she's like, you're going to, if your visa gets approved, you're going to come to the U.S. and we're going to build a life here. And then in his confessional, he's like, well, you know, I don't know if it's going to get approved. I don't even know if I want to go. So like, they'll just come here. So then I want to be prepared for them to come here. So they're, they're just not having like honest conversation around like what's going to happen. Because we all know Tiffany is not going to South Africa. No, not forever. No, no. So if his visa is not approved, that's it. She doesn't even want to be there now. She's been there for five days and she's already like, I'm sorry, when can I check in for my flight? <laughs> like she's ready to go. She totally is. Yeah. You know, she is not enjoying this time at all. Not no. at all. No. Yeah. So, yeah. And that was it. They kind of just, oh, oh, yes. And then she told him about the lawyer, about yeah. the divorce lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just sprinkle this on top. <laughs> while you're wrapping your mind of... around everything else let me yeah. add this oh gosh yeah they they're a fucking mess yeah they really really are so mm. um was that it did anything happen else after she told him that she went to the divorce that she went to a divorce lawyer not unless um, i blacked out no i mean he wasn't happy about that but that's expected but that was it no okay Alrighty then. Uh, moving on. Okay, so let's go to Kalani and Asuelu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Kalani took the afternoon off by sitting under a blanket on her bed with her dog staring Lighting at her phone. Lighting a candle. Lighting a candle. Lighting Nothing a says candle. relaxation. Like, just <laughs> watching TikToks with this Christmas candle lit. I mean, who doesn't do that? Come on. Well, she kind of just patted the dog. She didn't pet it. She was just kind of like patting it. And she lit, yeah, she lit the candle. She's like, oh, that smells so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Kalani's relaxing, you know? And Asuelo was in charge of the kids. And he kept, get farty boy or whatever the hell they kept saying yeah, to the, to the little kids. Yeah, they called the kids. Yeah. 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 So he was being super dad, I guess, right? Like he was throwing out the trash and cooking and doing whatever he was doing. And then... The mother came down. They they're gonna eat the food, and then that's when he says, "Tammy, Tammy and the mother are coming." He drops for, the bomb. Drops the bomb. Tammy and the mother are coming for Christmas. As Lisa says, she's just dropping her off, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was kind of my favorite part. <laughs> I know, I know. And then they went to get the Christmas tree. All dressed up. All dressed up. Which I thought was kind of cute. I liked it. I liked Kalani's little headband. I liked Kalini's little reindeer outfit. I liked the whole thing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was kind of cute. I thought it was cute. Kalini's bringing nothing to the table, huh? This is the second time we've seen it since she moved in. Um, That's right. She lives there, doesn't she? Right, right. Oh, shit. I forgot she even lived there. Because (laughs) they said Papa and Lini are coming. Right. Well, Papa lives there, too, but we didn't see them at... The food oh, table. I thought Papa lived. Didn't Papa live? Doesn't Papa live in like California? I don't. I, they I, cu- they came to visit, right? They came to stay for a while because the mom's there. Yeah, but I thought the father lived somewhere else, like for work. Oh, or am I making this up like completely? I don't. I know. mean, sounds good to me. Right. <laughs> I don't, don't, don't know. I'll go with that theory. I don't know. You know, Lo, Lo don't like nobody to know where he's at. So maybe he's in both places. Yeah, true. it's true. Because <laughs> Lo's not in it that much. But Lo might also just be like, I'm not going to be on this freaking show like all right. the time. You right. know, like very. Yeah. yeah, but she hasn't. Yeah, Kalini hasn't really been in it very much. But yeah, they, they look cute. They all go to get the tree. And I thought when the little boy ran to, to Lo, oh my God, it was like the cutest thing when he mm-hmm. was like so excited to see him. I'm like, that's also you know Lowe's is like this big dude you know but he's like a little little softy for the for his kids and grandkids but yes um okay so now they're gonna look for trees 
Oh, and I also like when Osweiler was singing the Christian songs in the car, and he was explaining what they do for Christmas. And oh, that was funny. Samoa, they they dress in all white and they spray paint their hair white, and it's kind of interesting just yeah. to understand Christmas traditions like around the world, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so and then that's when Kalani explained. She revealed. Yeah, what Kalani was said Osweiler has some news he'd like to share. Yes. <laughs> well, they're yes. all gathered at the tree farm. <clears throat> Why not? Way to put poor Asuelo on the spot. He was dressed like an elf. He was handling it like a champion. He was fine. He's like, they can't hit me. I look like Buddy. Come on. <laughs> and that's when Lo said that they like they they got to do what they because Colini said Tammy Tammy needs to not show up with any attitude is really what it was. But she'll respect her sister and her parents home right is what she said mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then that's when lo said um if you got to throw down throw hands <laughs> something like that i forget what he said all i know is those were fighting words um, so i was mm-hmm. like oh boy so he's like you gotta do what you gotta do and, uh, and the mom lisa was like no 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 we're not doing this but they're already setting us up that it's gonna be epic it's gonna be a good fight I hope I hope it's on the level of Chantel and Pedro and that debacle at the dinner table when they were like throwing fists and shit. I bet it will be. I bet because that was real. Like that was a real fight. Like I know I say a lot of the stuff is fake, but that that was real. Well, Colini is not backing. She's she's a G. She's not backing down. Oh, and yeah. Tammy, Tammy thinks she's a G. So Tammy seems to be like Scrappy Doo. She's got all bark and no bite. Yes. Mm-hmm. So totally. Oh my God, I would, Scrappy Doo. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna put my money on Colini. That's what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> I put it on the whole family. That whole family mm-hmm. is right. tough. Kalani, Colini, right. Lisa, Lo, uh, Lou, Lou, Lo, Lo. Um, they're all. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh she's my God. A, she's a pretty girl. So and pretty girls don't like want their money makers to get damage so they got to be good fighters i'm just saying from experience (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're like as a pretty girl as a pretty girl putting it out there world no i'm kidding you just want to get you don't want to get your money maker hit that's all (laughs) no exactly and you know what kalani like she's just like whatever this isn't gonna be good like i like kalani because i think she's pretty much like she sees it like she sees it like it is you know and Mm -hmm. she kind of tells it like it is so yeah we all i mean we all know that this is, um, and I'm sure it will be scripted within an inch of its life. So, oh, God, yeah. um, oh I can only hope. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting to see that. I guess that's going to happen next week, mm-hmm. right? I think I we're so. rolling down to the end of this. Uh, I think we are. I think we are too. I yeah. think we are too. Um, okay. Let's move on to Angela and Michael. Because <sighs> they had a lot in okay. their little. Okay. So. They had a lot. <laughs> All right, so it starts with Angela is the kids, I guess, are pl- they're doing school, playing, whatever. Angela's like, okay, I have to do a phone call. So now she's going to call her psychic. Tracy with an E. Did and the psychic I just, have to wear the outfit, though? Oh, my God. I just happened to, before <laughs> this, be scrolling through social media, and someone posted a meme that someone posted that said, did this woman go to the costume store and pick this up before she did the reading? And it's like, it's so true. Like, I have been to a lot of psychics. I've yeah. been, I've had my cards read a lot of times. People do not dress like a freaking gypsy. Nope. Like, it was like such a cliche of like what a psychic is, yep. you know? Yeah. I mean, how are you going to know that she's for real if she's not dressed apart, Kelly? It's true. It's I'm true. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, she Googled psychics. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, the Halloween store, they sell that outfit. They absolutely do. She should have had Raven read the cards for Michael. That would have been more entertaining. Oh, my God. Totally. Totally. <laughs> you know, she definitely Googled psychic. She got cast. And then she was like, shit, now I need something to wear. Yeah. And what yeah. am I going to wear? Yeah. Like, right. I just I just happened to Google psychic and looked at images. And, like, the first three are, like, like a scarf on the head and, like, hoops and, yeah, an off-the-shoulder top. Somewhere I mean, it's between a, little... a pirate wench and... Yeah. One, 100%. It's a gypsy pirate wrench, pirate wench kind of look. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Fusion. It's a fusion. A fusion, fusion look. Yes. Fusion look. Fusion look. 
So Tracy shows up and she's going to, you know, read the cards, whatever. So now they get Michael in. You know, Michael was like, what the hell is this? I mean, he's like, really? You know? So now she's going to read the cards. Did she? I mean, okay. Again, I realize a lot of stuff is staged, but it feels as though she just knew the cards that she was going to pick. Or am I reading way too much into this? Um, well, we couldn't see, like, we, you know, like, we couldn't, like, it's not like she laid it out on the table and there was a cameraman above her showing that she I know. possibly had those cards pre-selected. I wouldn't be surprised. All right. I, I mean, definitely wouldn't but be Lynn, surprised. Yeah. You are also believing that she's a real psychic. <laughs> oh, no. You're, you're like, did she have these cards pre-selected? She could have picked Uno and she would have been like... <laughs> Yeah, this, card, she... this Uno card says you're only looking out for number one. <laughs> and the wild card means this is going to be wild. Like, it's... Oh my God, I would love to... I would love to do a tower reading with Uno cards. That would actually be, be... hilarious. <laughs> I think we're onto something here, ladies. It's like this is the like the reverse card. Ooh, like you're going to make the same mistake again. Like... You can... <laughs> Anyway, okay. Oh, God. So I, I agree, Lynn. Look, she was cast. Oh. She got her costume. She had her <laughs> script. And they told her these are the cards. And these are the lines that you say that go along with these mm-hmm. cards. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. So Tracy. Um, yeah, so, so Tracy Tracy pretty much just said what? That their relationship was terrible, right? She right. said their rela- I- marriage was a business transaction. Or uh-huh. something like that. Uh-huh. Or that Angela thinks that that is. And Tracy was like, I mean, this, you could, you can like throw a noodle and any, anybody will say this. They have communication issues. So, mm. I mean, that's not, it doesn't need a psychic or a pretend right. psychic to bring right. that out. Mm-hmm. And all Michael wants is space to express himself. Yes. And you know, I don't blame the man. No, not at all. Not when, like, you know, Angela is such a huge personality and he barely gets a word in edgewise. But then did you guys notice that the psychic and Angela were both yelling at poor Michael? Yes, yes. I felt bad for him. (laughs) I I felt bad that the psychic was yelling at him. Like when he said he needed space and the psychic's like, what do you mean you need? It's like, lady, you don't even know him. But she does. She's a psychic. It's true. That's true. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. Seriously? Like, poor Michael. And then Angela's like, I just want to know if he's a schemer. I'm like, um, and she said she could get a lot of men here. So she doesn't have to waste her time waiting on Michael. Because when she's at the grocery store, the men are telling her, you look good. So she's, you know. If you ever right. have low self-esteem, I guess we should go to um, where she from. Hazelhurst, Hazelhurst, we might we, we might feel good about ourselves by the time we Go leave shop at the Walmart. Piggly, Wiggly and Hazelhurst. Yeah. <laughs> right. Totally. Pick myself up a man. Auntie, yeah. you so fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably what they're saying to her. Yeah, I mean, now Michael that she's lost said... weight. No, go ahead. No, no, now that she's lost weight, she's feeling herself. Oh, yeah, she is. And look, and she should, right? She said she's lost 70 pounds. And look, at the end of the day, what is at the core of all of this? She is hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. She, Michael has hurt her feelings. She's lost 70 pounds. He hasn't con- he hasn't said anything. He hasn't complimented her. He hasn't acknowledged it. So she's she is um, acting out. Yep. Right. She's yeah, acting right. like a child mm-hmm. as opposed to just saying, hey, like, I'm, you know, I'm upset You because communication, not a strong suit. No. And even like when Michael said he needed space. Michael doesn't mean I need physical space. Obviously, they can't get any more physical space. They mm-hmm. live on opposite ends of the world. But like he needed space, meaning like you were saying, like can't talk, can't get a word in edgewise, isn't able to express anything. Like he just he needs a minute to just be right. able to like right. gather himself and then be able to talk. Because I think Michael would actually communicate. But I think Angela is such a difficult person to communicate with that that's what they end up with. She just yells at him. Well, he says it so well to whoever he's talking to in the little confessionals, whatever producer is there. Like when he expresses himself there, I'm like, dude, I wish you could say that to Angela's face if she would just shut up for three Mm -hmm. seconds and let you talk. 
You know? Right. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. She doesn't let him get a word in no. edgewise. Well, exactly. Because I think he, when he does try to say those things, she just starts yelling. Right. right because like, she latches talk, on talk, to, talk, yeah, like yeah. she'll latch on to a word that she heard, like, I need space. And then she yells about that for 15 minutes. And Michael's just like, okay, I'm done. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But then Michael has a moment. He does, gets a little space, right? And he's like, that fake psychic said that I could lose Angela forever. <laughs> and I don't really want, I think he loves Angela. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So he calls her so he can apologize, essentially. And then it goes down in the DMs. Like, she, she literally had a bubble bath going. And then what did she have in her hair? Was that baby's breath? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah. Before we get into the tub. Is okay. This... <laughs> I, I mean, I had to go quick because I don't want to talk about it any longer. But go ahead. Before we get into the tub, I might have I've pulled this from the coming up next week. But what was the thing about having his sperm checked? Is that next week? Or was next that? Week. It's next, oh, week. Next, week. Oh, next week. Next week. Yeah. Next week, yeah. Next yeah. week he's getting a sperm check. I'm jumping. Because oh. for some reason, they're thinking Angela can still get pregnant. The woman is like 58. Right. Anyway. Right. Back to the yeah. uh, to the tub mm-hmm. of love. Yes. Tub so of love. they tub get of into of. the tub of love. She gets into the tub of love. <laughs> mm-hmm. She looks like she tried. And she has like baby's breath in her hair. And there's lots of bubbles. And... um. I love that she told us what their definition of phone sex was because Mm -hmm. we didn't need any of it, period. Like, I didn't need to see you in the tub. I don't need to know that he swings his junk around. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. And here is my question. And we talked about it a little bit earlier. I think she said clitoris. You think, Lynn, she said. She said clitorious, her glorious clitorious. Think of it like that. I, uh, no, I won't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. Yeah. Did it make me? <laughs> Not into Angela's glorious clitorious. <laughs> I Sorry. think she totally said clitortis. That's what I thought too. So I, okay. So I, that's the whole thing. Like what, like, and I put closed caption on and I went back and they changed it to clitoris. But then like that screenshot of saying that, what does it say? Like her clitoris is so hot. It's hot. My clitoris is on fire. It's on fire. It's on fire. fire. (laughs) I was like, girl, you need to go see a doctor. Mm -hmm. I know I've been burning down there. You might need some help. (laughs) Why is it burning? I did not need to see any of that. Like, I'm just telling you, like, I'm glad that they're making it work, but I don't need these visuals. Like, I really don't. Like, no. we, and then he said, like, her breasts are, don't look the same and the nipples look weird. You know, she's going to rip him a new one in the all, tell all when was she sees that. Was he squinting to try to see them? <laughs> yes, but that was so uncomfortable. Yes. I mean, first of all, the cameraman that had to be in there mm-hmm. filming this mm-hmm. scene is, mm-hmm. I'm like, Lord. Did he right? get hazard pay? Did he get hazard pay? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Like, I hope he got a lot. Like, right. Matt Sharp, they should be giving him, like, all the things. Right. right. So you had to already be in there. You're filming this really uncomfortable scene. Now she's going to blow the bubbles off her freaking chest which took forever so that michael can squint at her boobs and it was the longest i was like oh my god i am so uncomfortable and i actually felt bad for angela in that moment because it was just like she's very vulnerable right right? she's showing him her boobs like she not and he's just like I mean, thankfully he had a good answer. Like he, he was, oh, he was kind of nice about it, but mm-hmm. like it was, oh my God. I was like, I'm so uncomfortable. Even the, I mean, cause I think she showed the booze before she said clitoris, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it got order. worse. It got like it progressed. <laughs> the whole scene progressively got worse, mm-hmm. you know, because then I was like, oh shit. Like, is he going to take his shorts? Like what's going to happen? Like I was just like, I was afraid. You know? Yeah. yeah. Now it's forever burned in my brain. Glorious clitorious. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think of it that way. Think of it that way, Tamara. Yep. Thanks, Lynn. Anytime. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I do think she'll probably be really upset that he was like, 
the nipples and the, I mean yeah they're gonna look they are gonna look different I mean she had a massive reduction yeah well she did know? tell him that they're not properly healed yet either so maybe all that will um move into place mm-hmm. eventually yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. yeah He's a boob man. Okay. Yep. Um. So that's Michael. And she Angel. always was known as Angie with the big boobs. Yeah. Exactly. And now what is she going to be known as? I mean, this is. She's also wondering how is she going to, like, be known in the community. Oh, what was she her was always an- for big boob Angie, right? Big titty was... something. Is that what she what? was? I thought it was just big boob Angie. No. <laughs> I don't know. Are they muted or they they? Edit it out or whatever. They beep over it because apparently we can't hear what she's saying. Mm. What does she call herself? Liddy, little bitty. I don't know. I'll look. Maybe somebody out there can tell us because I can't remember. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at glorious clitorious and just move on. Yeah. And, and move on. Yeah. yeah. Send us a message on Instagram. If you know what, yes. what she used to call herself, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Going. Moving on to Yara and Jovi. Oh, Ukrainian Christmas. Yes. There's some bullshit right here. <laughs> so Yara's having Ukrainian Christmas, which I, I still don't even understand what it was. I don't understand what they were eating. I don't understand what was happening. So I can tell you what it was. Okay. And I can tell you what they were probably eating. Okay. Um, so they, it's you, the Ukrainians don't usually celebrate Christmas like we do, like on December 25th. They do like they have big celebrations for New Year's and then they have like um, they have like the Orthodox calendar or something. I can't remember what it is exactly, but they celebrate Christmas on into January. Isn't it January 6th? Because like when our the the date changes, I think, but maybe does the date change? Well, I for know, us, like, for, epiphany? For, for us, it's a, it's always January 6th is the epiphany or little Christmas or whatever. So I'm, I thought she said January 6th. She did. Okay. She did. But I thought the date changed. So anyway. I was just, yeah. And so like, and what they eat is like, they have like caviar and pickles and like, there's like this other little, I think it's called Plumini, Plumini. I can't, I'm probably butchering it. It's just like, you know, nice foods. But what she was talking about was the rich people eat. It's caviar. It was the caviar Mm -hmm. that they, you know, and so it's just kind of like, and then they do this like crepe pancake like this crepe thing that they put like caviar eggs oh it's so good like when they were all like it smells like fish I was like that is so good what is wrong with you people but clearly <laughs> like that was you know airing. who knows yeah and it was it's probably you know it's a lot of smoked fish and like a lot of like that kind of thing and then there's also like a um like a um a drink that they serve like I remember it's like dried fruit or something that it tastes like um uh like of like sangria without alcohol. Oh, is that what they were drinking? Because when Jovi would drink, it would look like there was something at the bottom of his glass. Yes, okay. like that's right. what. It, yeah, and then of course potatoes and that kind of thing, like pickles, potatoes, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, and I'm sure borscht. And then they also have these little like these little like pastry things that they serve, um, that has meat in it. Some of some has meat, some has something else. But yeah, it's all good food. It's it not horrible food. Good. You're not gonna die here. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna die here. But that's basically what it is because I've eaten all that food and it's pretty good. And I don't know um, if the Ukrainian. We might have to ask Lena, our <laughs> our friend Lena, friend of the podcast, Lena. We would have to ask her to give us more um, information about what is served traditionally and probably if it changes. It's just everything on that table looked like it was white. She didn't do a good job of pre- presentation. Like I'm telling you, all of the parties I've gone to, all of the events, all of the Christmas, like holiday things I've gone to, it's fucking, it's like Thanksgiving times a million, okay? Mm-hmm. And her saying like, oh, you know, they, um, we had like, you know, you just eat and you leave. That is so not true. That's so not true. I have like literally gone to parties where I've left the 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 play the the people's homes at like three in the morning you know what i'm saying like and Mm -hmm. i started off maybe at four in the afternoon Mm -hmm. so like the people's my friends so like you know like i'm like those people um you know so i've left their house at like three in the morning so that was bullshit whatever she was presenting there was total and complete bullshit and also it looks like it changes because i just looked it up and it said friday january 7th 
is Eastern Orthodox Christmas, which is what they celebrate. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. Well, she ha- made this food. They didn't like it. <coughs> they they wanted some jump. They wanted some gumbo and jambalaya. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. didn't, you know, they didn't want to eat whatever she mm-hmm. had. Um, did you notice they kept chugging the water down after everybody? Yes, I did notice that. <laughs> I did notice that. <laughs> I mean, maybe Yara is not a good cook. You know, I mean, maybe the place, the the, the homes I've been to, the, my friends' moms and my friends are amazing cooks. So, like, maybe she's just doing her best with what she got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when she was like, "It's six o'clock and they need to leave," I was I was livid. I was pissed because this is what I didn't understand. Okay, I understand. First of all, Myla is so freaking cute cute. I just need to say that (laughs) okay but like this is what I didn't understand I understand the baby has to go to bed the baby's on a schedule then just put the baby in bed like and come out to your guests right that's what I why did everyone why did everyone have to leave I don't know I have friends who they um the the whole thing about like being obsessed with their kid and like the kid's bedtime like they some 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 parents believe that it is um routine that gets your child to go to bed at the same time do the right thing you know so i get like she's very structured or she wants to be very structured but i also get that you know you can put Mila down to sleep like gwen said she sleeps in your bed just put her to sleep and i've had friends who like they're, they couldn't go to a birthday party or they couldn't go to something because it was during their kids' nap time. What? So, mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Come I mean, our, parent, our parents dragged us wherever, whenever, and look, we survived. Right? You know what I'm saying? Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was up. I was sleeping. I wasn't sleeping. Like, it was just like, whatever. Right. Like, mm-hmm. my parents would be at parties and I would be, like, chilling under the table, like, asleep. Me like, too. you know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, till- me too. Right. And here we are stronger because of it. Like, right. I'm like, so like this whole like, and here, look, we are three women that do not have any children. And, but I would imagine that if I was a parent, I probably would raise my child very similar to the way I was raised because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know what, they did a good job. Um, you know, <laughs> so it's like, I didn't turn out to be like a complete like fuck up in life. So I feel like they did a good job, if that makes sense. Oh, but totally you're agree, just like yeah. your parents, they, they, they did great jobs. You didn't turn out to be fuck ups in life. You, you made it so like (laughs) (laughs) so it's like this whole like this whole like new school of thought when it comes to like raising your kids like I get why some parents feel the need to be very structured because they need the downtime like I also babysat for um some friends kids where they had to go to bed at seven o'clock and they weren't allowed to come out of their room at seven because mom and dad needed that adult time to watch their shows, to have a glass of wine, to have dinner. Mom and dad would have dinner after the kids had dinner and had a bath and went to bed. So I get that kind of thing. But like what she was doing was completely crazy. You know what I mean? Like it, yes, it felt off. But like, wouldn't I just... she want to put the baby down, put the baby to sleep and then come back out, sit down, enjoy being with Jovi, enjoy being with Gwen no. and the family and just relax and have some wine and. No, because her baby needs her at all times. All right. Like, remember so... what Gwen's mom said? Sorry. Remember what Gwen's mom said? You go big, give that baby hand. Like you hold that baby the whole time. You know, you can't do that. That's all she does is hold the baby. True, 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 true. So does she like just sit? So she, what does she do? Put the baby to sleep, but like still sit in the room with the baby? Well, she didn't she tell Jovi like we have time together when he was complaining that the baby's yeah. in the bed. She said we have time. So I'm guessing when she puts the baby to bed, they hang out. But it was also super extremely rude, like you said, to ask your guests to leave when you invited them there. They drove two hours and all you had to do was put your baby to sleep. Like, come on, lady. And also, like Jovi said, like, first of all, I just got home. I haven't seen my family. Right. And he's like, you have me living out in the woods. Right. (laughs) So he's like, I mean, she could have also just gone in the room with the baby then if she really wanted to right. do that and let Jovi still stay with his mom and you know but I'm sure Yara would be like they're loud and like she said this isn't Cajun whatever she said Cajun Party. celebration it's or whatever Cajun, which is total bullshit like I said I've been to parties where it goes till the next day and the kids are like asleep like my friends they like literally bring like what's that pack and play thing 
to each mm-hmm. other's houses yeah. and so like they put the kids to bed in the pack and play and they come downstairs and they're like you know everybody's laughing drinking having a good time and then they'll the, the dad will go check on the baby the, the mom will come back like it's just like this is what they do this is how i mean so i'm just so confused by her whole thoughts around this i mean is it fake i don't know is she like trying to be like super mom i have no idea it just seems very but it strange. wasn't like it was some raucous time with gwen and the cousin <laughs> and the you know what i mean like Larry they were and just Chris were going nuts yeah mm-hmm. they were just chilling yeah. and like right. the thing is like <clears throat> excuse me uh, there are a lot of scripted things in this show for sure and a lot of things that i'm like that's so fake jova J- i keep calling them jova Jovi i like it and yara for whatever reason i don't ever feel like they are fake like no. i feel like it's very real mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. agreed. You know, so I do think she was like, time to go. And I do think Jovi was pissed because he was, you know, and I was just like, I don't understand why she didn't just put that kid to bed. I mean, like you said, how many family parties were there that my mother would be like, go to bed? Like she'd put me to bed. And then when I got old enough, it was like, go put yourself to go. Like you don't belong here. Yeah. Like go, go to bed. Right. Like it's like one of those things where it's like, um, hello, like, are we, are we still partying? Like, because, but the thing is like, I, that I keep thinking about is that I understand also if the baby was like a toddler, because, you know, toddlers hear people outside and they kind of want to be involved, but it's Milo, Milo would fall asleep in anybody's arms who was just like snuggling up with her and like taking care of her. So you being so super overly obsessed with it is just too much girl. And I think she's just feeling like she, she, she feel maybe, um, do you guys think like she, because, um, Joby was gone for so long. Um, uh, Milo was like her, I don't know. She was overly protective of Milo because it was, she was the only parent, like she said, like she had to be mom and dad. So that's why she feels like everybody needs to leave so she can take care of her baby. I don't know. I'm just. Yeah. I mean, look, I get some of what she was saying to him. Like I get right. Like she's literally been taking care of that baby by herself since the baby was born. Right. Pretty much. Right. So she's just like, we have a schedule. We have a way of doing things like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't just come in here and think we're going to do X, Y, Z. Right. Mm-hmm. So like I get that. And yes, they have to figure out how to get the baby out of the bed and all that kind of stuff. But like for me, I was just more like, but what does any of that have to do with the fact that his family drove two hours to come for a meal? And now nothing. you're kick- and now you're kicking them out. Yeah. Like it has nothing to do mm-hmm. with the fact that you raised a kid that you've been taking care of the baby by yourself, you know, but it's like, I also think what Yara is doing a little bit is like, she's holding every time he says anything to her, her response is you left, you left me, me, you left mm-hmm. me. And I had to, I had to raise this baby by myself. Yep. You're right. You're absolutely right. But she has what she wants now. She's not living in the city anymore. She has her home mm-hmm. in the quiet area. Like, she decorated it the way she wanted. She got rid of Jovi's couch. Like she did everything she was bitching about the whole time when she first mm-hmm. got here. So everything is the way she wants it now. So, okay, there's people over. Mm-hmm. It's Ukrainian Christmas. Put your baby to sleep. Let Jovi visit with his family because that took a massive pair of balls to say it's time to go now. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. Oh, my God. Also, do you got have you guys ever had friends where like this has happened to them where it's like the 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 dad feels like he's being neglected because mom is obsessed with her baby? Mm-hmm. Like I've had friends where that's happened and it's it it feels like I I, I don't know how to help them sometimes when they they say something cuz I'm like I don't, I don't know. I don't have a kid. I don't really know what it's like to feel this kind of separation from your partner. But, you know, I know that that's probably what's happening here is that Jovi's feeling a separation from her because she feels like she is just mom to a baby and no longer a wife. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she, she's like, she's like, I'll, my whole object, um, my whole objective in life is to now take care of this person, mm-hmm. which I understand this is your baby, but then he's also feeling like you only care about the baby and you don't care about me, but they're not saying that to each other. No, mm-hmm. they're both on opposite ends of whatever <clears throat> spectrum that they're in right now. And they need to find mm-hmm. a way to, to work together to get to a, like a consensus because she's very focused on Mila. And Jovi still is, you know, I want to have fun and you're no fun anymore and we don't mm-hmm. do anything and we can't go anywhere. So they, they've got it. They've got I mean, I don't know how they're going to do it, 
they seem to be better at communicating than most of the other couples. So mm-hmm. I think they'll get to a point where, like, when Jovi calms down from being so mad right now, that they'll get to a point where they can talk about it and figure it out. Like, you know, when he says he wants to go to Miami or go away or whatever. Mm-hmm. And know. then um, have these people not to change the subject, but to change the subject, <laughs> have these people ever heard of Target? Like, why are you going to a store to pay $700 for a baby? Oh, I know. I thought the same thing. Well, because you can't just go into Target and have a, an important conversation. You have to go to a cute little like boutique store in New Orleans, in downtown New Orleans, and have a serious conversation about the marriage not being fun anymore because of the baby. So, you know, Target's too basic for that. Oh, my God. I mean, those cribs were cute. Like, those cribs were cute. But, yeah, like $700 for something that she's going to sleep in for, what, a year? Two, maybe? Oh, I know. And I love when Yara's like, that's not bad or whatever. I was just like, Yara, come on. Like, Go to Ikea. Um, right. Well, and also, they probably wouldn't be able to bring the camera crew into Target. So they had to find a little shop. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. But I would like you to know that I just Googled cribs on Target and they're like 120 bucks. Exactly. So, yeah. Good tip. And they can get shipped to your house in a box. So yeah, that. and even yeah. like the gold standard ones that comes with a canopy Ooh. is four hundred and thirty-four dollars. No, so. Okay, seven hundred dollars is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So someone give uh, Yara and Jovi that tip. Um, <laughs> we could send them a link to the to the Target website. Um, okay. Uh, so our last couple, which I like to, always like to save them for last, because in this week's episode of Everyone is Yelling at Andre, <laughs> we will talk about the family reunion. So, okay, so they finally get to the family reunion. <clears throat> Excuse me. Everyone's all dressed up, whatever. Um, and of course, <laughs> sorry. yes, <laughs> there was. <laughs> There was. I'm sorry. There was. Well, they were totally. It was like they were dressed not like everybody else, I guess, is what I should say. Like the Andre family was totally dressed and like nobody else was. So, um, okay, so they go and they're talking and they're meeting people and whatever. And of course, the sisters come over and Jen says, how's that babysitter working out for you, Libby? Oh, that was Becky. Oh, it was sorry. Yeah. I never can tell the difference between the two of them. As I said, it was interchangeable, be- but it was Becky. Becky. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Before we even go into that. Yes. Yeah. Let's back all the way up. Oh. We're going to back up to getting off the bus. Okay. They're walking up the stairs. It's daylight. Yep. They walk into the place. It's nighttime. It's nighttime. Mm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the that is a long staircase. When, when Michael was on the phone with Angelo and they were FaceTiming, like it was the middle of the afternoon. He's hanging up his clothes that he put on his shoulder when he walked outside. And then in some shots, it was nighttime. And I was like, what's going on with the continuity in the show? But, you know, whatever. Ridiculous. We'll ridiculous. Right. And then they all of a sudden, like you said, you know, the show is so fucking fake. I mean, you said it nicer. <laughs> but... They were like sitting there, like having boring ass baby talk. And first of all, did they just rent this place to have this scene? Because there was nothing on the tables. There was no food. No one was eating anything. Did you notice that? That there was no food? Like nothing. 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 <laughs> I was like, what is happening here? This is the worst family reunion I've ever been to. Well, and I was like, was this even their family? Because first of all, they didn't talk to anybody. He's like, oh, Chuck's like, I'm getting to see my nephews that I love. Then they show him hugging a kid. Look like he'd never <laughs> met the kid before in his life. It was like the most awkward hug I've ever that seen two people casting, have. But people yeah. Just Central casting. Yeah. Absolutely. And then like my favorite comment was when Libby said, this is my dad's opportunity to show his family off. So you guys, do you think they dressed all hoity-toity to go to this thing to make the rest of their family feel like they've made it, like they're rich? I have a question. Oh, I'm sure. And I have a question about Elizabeth's shoes. Because I, I know. was staring they at them clear for a booties? while. Yes. Were they I clear couldn't. booties? Okay. Yes. I wasn't I sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I don't know what, what, what rainbow store she got that from, but she needs to return it because it is hideous. Because I was so distracted was... by them. I wasn't paying attention to anything Same. else but her shoes. And I'm, I'm talking to the Dane and I'm like, oh, those aren't bad. And then I'm looking at them. I'm like, oh, those are boots. Oh, they're clear. Yep. Oh, is that spark? Like I was like every time I looked at them closer, I was like, ooh. Same. Okay. Mm-hmm. Same. Right. Yeah, we are are on the same page with that. (laughs) So, yeah, they're having boring baby talk. They're hugging fake relatives. And then Becky says, how are you liking the babysitter? Yeah. Out of the blue. 
Cause yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, clearly out of the blue. That yeah. seems they weren't be... just randomly having that baby talk for no reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then Andre, of course, is pissed. But this is the other thing. I think everyone else is in on the script except Andre. <laughs> so I think everyone else knows what they're going to say, but Andre doesn't know. So Andre's reactions are like real. Yeah. And he's just like pissed. It explodes, right? <laughs> because he's just like, what the hell? We talked about this, you know, whatever. So now he storms out, of course, and nobody could get out the freaking door. <laughs> whatever that door was, no one could get out. No one could get in. She couldn't get out. He couldn't get out. Okay. Anyway, so then he storms out. She goes after him. And now they're in some weird hallway arguing. And now here come the two freaking sisters. I mean, they are the wicked stepsisters from Cinderella. Oh, oh my God. God yes. 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 Like they come out. And here is the thing. Once again, it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, like, let him fight with his wife about this situation. This is about them. It has nothing to do with you guys. Exactly. At all. Exactly. Not a If damn he doesn't thing. want... The, if you like it's up to them to have the argument and the conversation about what they're going to do for their child it has nothing to do with you and jen nope. was the one who suggested it because they did show the flashbacks yes which i had forgotten about so thank you for the flashback guys at tlc yeah. so i mean they they were laying the groundwork because they knew libby needed help and they knew andre wasn't gonna let her get a babysitter and they knew libby was gonna do it and not tell him Yes. And well, they encouraged it. They did. Of course they did because they're troublemakers. Yeah. And it's like, well, she can get a babysitter and she can. Yes, of course she can do all those things. But it is up to her to have that conversation with her husband. Right. Yep. Agreed. But she can't Absolutely. because they have to be there for the conversation. Yeah. And they have to cause a big fight and they have to turn it into like name calling Andre, you know, and it's just like, oh, my God. I mean, I know Andre can be a Neanderthal. We've talked about this, but I just think they're like overly like mean to him. It's excessive. It really is excessive. Like, I get it. They're probably not big fans of him, but that's not their husband. They shouldn't they, they don't have to worry about it that much. Like, just as they say, stay in your own lane. But did you notice Charlie did not join in the fun? Oh, thank God. Well, Charlie, they're probably saving that one for later because of the events that happened in the house. So you got you to gotta get Charlie, like, primed and ready for that fight. <laughs> and fighting, fighting shape. <laughs> they only had the sisters he handle, you know, the babysitting They were tag-teaming it. Exactly. Tag-teaming like, we'll take it. the babysitting yeah. thing, and then you can take, you know, drunk Chuck <laughs> in the conversation in the foosball table. You take that one. Oh, mm -hmm. my God. We'll tap so... out. So... <laughs> I know. So we have to sit and watch like them fight with him about the babysitter. Then they go back and have a another, more boring conversation with Chuck at the thing. And then Aunt Sue's like, hey, the after party at my my place, right? So <laughs> <laughs> Aunt Sue's been prepping the after party. So That's where all the food they, was, though. You see all the, the food pizza? was all there. Oh, was they were eating pizza. I was laughing because she's like, oh, we have cake and coffee, yeah. which... You know, we've all been to family events. We know that right. that can happen, yeah. right? We all go to an Aunt Sue's house and have cake and coffee. <laughs> yep. No, they were eating pizza because there was no fucking food at the fake reunion. Right. Nope. So nope. they, yeah. So anyway, okay. I, I have to tell you, this whole next scene, I was so angry, okay? Mm -hmm. Because... So they go, whatever. Chuck's, you know, Chuck's having a good time. He's got his khakis on. Like, he's feeling good, right? He's drinking. So now they're going to go play foosball. So Andre asks Thomas, is that his name? Ask yeah. Thomas to go up and mm -hmm. play foosball. Whatever. Chuck is there. They're having a good time. Chuck is the one that said to Andre, hey, I've got this new property. I was thinking we could work on it together and then we can flip it and then we'll split split the profits. Yeah, dude, woo, shake hands, fist pumps, whatever the hell they're doing, <laughs> right? So this was Chuck right. on his own free will. Andre didn't bring anything up to him. It was Chuck. Mm -hmm. And then well, they, Tom, go ahead. No, no, no. They made it seem like he slipped him a Mickey, you know? Yeah. Like, well, those daughters <laughs> they talk about the father like he like it is weekend at bernie's like he's yes. propped up in a corner with like sunglasses <laughs> on and like he's not able to make his own decisions like this is a very smart man and the other thing is you all have money and you all are part of this family business because of chuck like they act like they have an ownership 
mm-hmm. this business and they mm-hmm. don't. Mm-hmm. It's Chuck's. And Chuck now wants to give Andre a chance. I just, I have, all right, this is where I got mad. And I'm sure this is where you guys might have gotten a little annoyed. Like that whole conversation was purely innocent, just great, whatever. And then the sneaky Dane goes downstairs and sneaky Dane. I did. I looked. Totally. I looked at. The I was Dane. like, "Wait, are you talking about your not my husband? Talking about your Dane. husband? <laughs> this sneaky Dane?" Because I looked at my Dane and I was like, "That Dane is sneaky." Now I want to know, like, did Thomas must have been coached to do this? Because I don't think Thomas, of his own free will, would go downstairs and be like, "Yeah, it was great up there," but you know, then. Uh, they were talking about stuff and, and splitting profits of a house because he knew that that was going to set of course. them off. Of course. You know? So, of course. anyway. Of course. And that's a really good point on Charlie. There's no way that Charlie heard that because Charlie would have been the first one up the fucking stairs. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So where is Charlie? Who knows? Who knows? Probably getting He's drunk and angry. He's getting pizza. ready. He's getting right. ready He's for a scene. Pizza. He's getting right. ready for his big scene. Oh, but yeah, and so Jen, it was Jen, right, that goes up there. Both and she, you know, Jen and Becky. And, it's, and they just, like, yeah, and they talk about the father like he is in, like, like he has dementia and he's not <laughs> capable of, like, you know what I mean? And, like, the yep. thing that makes me bad, mad about Chuck, though, is that Chuck never speaks up. Exactly. He just stands there like a lump. Yeah. It's like he never will say, shut up. Like, I, yeah. I mean, he did say it finally. But then I felt like he was kind of mad at Andre. And it's like, but Andre didn't do anything. Well, I mean, he doesn't want to. It's weird because, like, he'll say, he he said what he said to Andre. And then his daughters come upstairs, you know, like princesses on fire. And Uh they're yelling. (laughs) And And then, you know, Chuck's like just leaning against the foosball table like, oh, I don't know what to do. And he's, you know, not saying a word, not doing anything. And then when he finally does speak up, like you said, like he kind of positioned it like, well, it was Andre's fault anyway. But this is what I said. I just I I don't understand why. I don't understand why everyone's always yelling at Andre. Well, and I also love when they're like, you are acting, you know, he's drunk and you're taking advantage of him. And then they do like a close up shot of Chuck and he's just like standing there with like his mouth open. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like so crazy. Set him up. Yeah. You know, but yeah. And I mean, Chuck, I don't know. I just, I really like my, my feelings for Andre have just really turned because I just do feel like these they're so they just pick on every single thing he says or does. I mean, and he doesn't do himself any favors because he flies off the handle and he starts screaming and swearing like anytime anyone says anything to him. <laughs> but they just pick on everything that he does. Well, that's why they do that, because like you said, they probably don't tell Andre how everything's going to be you know, unfolding in today's episode of everybody's yeah. yelling at Andre. <laughs> so like, you know, Jen yeah. and Becky and Charlie have all their little talking points and Andre is just sitting there having a beer, like, you know, enjoying life. And then they say this shit to him and then he flies off the handle because that's what he does and that's what they know he's going to do. So then yeah. it makes him look like a shitty person. So. And mm-hmm. Libby's only line is like, that is my husband. That's exactly. all Libby ever says. <laughs> Her faces that she makes gets on my last mm-hmm. nerves. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, I mean, whatever acting school she went to or whatever classes she took, they clearly did not work with her on her faces mm-hmm. because she overreacts to everything that's happening. And like, clearly you're overreacting because this is fake and you know about it like you said you know about it but you're not reacting or you're not reacting truly you're just like making faces so you seem more believable maybe she Mm -hmm. was a theater actor before she was a television and screen actor so you know it's true where you learn yes i was just gonna (laughs) say you gotta you gotta fill all the way to the back of the house right exactly Mm -hmm. right well, my favorite is that she said she's a strong woman and she doesn't need a man to tell her what to do. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll go with that. That's your favorite. Yeah. Right. That was my favorite of the night. Like, because Libby to me is not a strong woman. So it's like, she might why have been at one point this? before she met this guy, but who the hell knows? I totally think she gets off on, um, on, being like you know a damsel in distress 
That's she, what I think she, she, she seems like, she seems like that's what her deal is with Andre. Cause he's like, he's big and strong and you know, she needs, she needs him to take care of her. Well, that's also and his personality. Now, he's very dominating. So I don't think right. he has, she has much of a choice with him. Right. And, but now she's, now she's like, that, that's her, her party line this like this season is like my husband that's my husband and you're just mm-hmm. like girl we know it's your husband we we've sat through two weddings <laughs> we yeah. know I, li- I a little bit feel like with her like she's a type of girl who says she's a strong woman you know there are those women who like I'm a strong woman but like she's but she's not mm-hmm. you know like she's right. You know, she very much, um, to your point, I think she kind of likes that Andre kind of controls. Because when they got in that argument about the babysitter, she wasn't really, she was kind of, I don't know. I mean, he was yelling at her, but she was a little cavey in the situation. So, you know. Well, she was also in the wrong because she didn't tell him that she did it. So, Well, of course, she got caught in a lie and she should have. And she should have told him. I mean, look, I understand why she wants a babysitter, Mm -hmm. but like you should tell your and if it's a family friend and you have all this trust and blah, blah, blah. But yet I feel like, well, she did kiss her when she came in. Because I actually thought when they showed the scene, I was like, she just met this woman and she's already kissing her. The but, then when she, <laughs> but then when she said it was an old family friend, I'm like, okay, I guess that makes more sense. I was sense. like, that and COVID. I was like, all right, guys, stop. <laughs> yeah, right. like we know COVID doesn't exist on 90 Day Fiance. But right. yeah. Right. Um, all right. I think that's everybody because Julia and Brandon were not on it. This week. It was a nice break. Um, yeah. Nice break. Yeah, it is a nice break. Next week, they're going to be moving out, um, moving out of the farm. So we'll see that. Can't wait. Um, and then we will see, yeah, what happens on next week's episode of Everyone's Yelling at Andre. Did they show a oh. preview of them next week? <laughs> I don't no. think they we did, actually. Mike storming out on Natalie, which yep, looks and interesting. We s- Mm-hmm. And we saw Kalani and uh, we saw Tammy and all that. Yes. And we saw Michael telling Angela that he's got to go get his sperm checked. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's like, you better have me in there with you. I was like, mm, oh. oh, he's going to cheat on her with porn. Go figure. Yeah. I know. That was crazy, too. Because they're going to make you masturbate. And if you're going to masturbate, I'm going to be on the phone with you. And it's just like, he can't masturbate. Like, I was also very confused about that. Mm-hmm. But I had already had way too much sex thinking with involving Angela and Michael that I didn't want to do anymore yeah Yeah. I was like my mind needs to be cleared yeah same so as 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 glorious clitorious there you go yeah Lynn said think of it that way and we and apparently we will so um that's it until next week's shenanigans I can't wait Okay, I'm done. <laughs> All right, everyone. All right, Tamara's done, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> we will see you next week. Uh, Bye. Bye.